0: where one small ninja boy has to face against many other small ninjas who will make the supreme outcome that doesn't make any sense in a world
1: where Amy starts over and says a sentence that makes more sense in a world
0: where Amy fucks up (laughs) uh yeah one boy, many ninjas, one forest, one ten foot prehensile tongue. Let's see what the forest of death has to offer our small, small boy. Um
1: Welcome to the Hunger Games Ha ha, ha, ha. <laughs>
0: Welcome back, gang, to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto, a Naruto podcast by the uninformed for the uninformed. Every week, we watch a randomly generated two minutes of a consecutive Naruto epi- Naruto episode in an attempt to find out just what is going on in that leaf village. Every week, I feel like I butcher his name, and I am not trying to. I mean, at least you weren't me in doing Sasuke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, you finally learned
0: my name is amy
1: and my name is brandon fuck my name is brendan
0: <laughs> your
2: own name, my own name. <laughs> no one is safe <laughs> uh hello everyone this is dj roomba
1: i love it Aw,
0: hell yeah when i was a kid i always thought having a Roomba would be the coolest shit because i thought you could put like like, a piece of wood on top of it, Mm -hmm. and then you would throw dirt in front of it and travel around. Wait, sorry, what? Like, so the (laughs) Roomba's on the bottom, the board's on top of the Roomba, and I thought that the way Roombas worked was they could, like, sense where the dirt was. So as long as you kept throwing dirt... (laughs) You were just
1: gonna ride it across the tundra. Mush, Roomba, mush! Oh, my god.
0: Dinner on with a Roomba. <laughs> a Roomba and a bag of dirt.
1: And a dream. Uh, I'm very
0: excited to announce that I will be starring in the next Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> <to be> Catch <laughs> <laughs> Slow favorite. and steady. Slow and steady wins the race. I have to stop every two hours to recharge my Roomba.
1: <laughs> quick pivot, quick pivot, spin in a circle. <laughs> Go back. <laughs>
2: A hundred miles ahead of you is, like, Vin Diesel talking about family,
0: and you're, like, way back, with the reins around the room, (laughs) enjoying the countryside.
1: Wait for me, third cousin Amy is family, too, and so is Uncle Roomba. Yeah.
0: Wow, I haven't thought about that in years. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I haven't thought about it ever. Like bring that into my life. <laughs> uh
0: let's uh let's Tokyo drift into the next Naruto episode. So we are going to be watching Naruto season two, episode three, Naruto's counterattack. Never give in. And we will be watching it at Oh, I am so glad you asked.
2: We'll be watching it at 13 minutes and 7 seconds.
1: Oh hell yeah. That's a good time. Hey, we've had some bad times on this. We've had some bad rolls, but that's a great random time to generate. Well done, guys. We're finally getting in our groove, I think.
2: (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. I had nothing to do with it.
0: (laughs) Here come the drums. (laughs) Do-do-do-do-do. Well, we're back, and a lot, a lot is going down. Guys, it got
1: spooky. It got real spooky.
0: It got real spooky in the forest of death. We open on Schrodinger's nipples, who is talking to two other ninja. In front of her lie two dead bodies, one of them wearing the butt bow of the bondage boys. Something.
1: (laughs) Say that five times fast.
0: (laughs) The butt bow of the bondage boys, the butt bow of the bondage boys, the butt bow of the bondage boys. boys.
1: (laughs) I'll oh, I up more Transatlantic as it went on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the forest of death, a city on the rise. <laughs> um, you have ruined my narrative flow.
1: <laughs> Just start over. Uh,
0: I've um, thrown in
1: a narrative grenade as they say in the in the business.
0: In front of her two dead bodies. One of them is the bondage boys. She looks Panic! she doesn't even have pupils anymore as she goes to talk to these other ninja she says go get the hokage we have to get the either the anbu or the anbu i'm not sure if it's an acronym but they fly up into the trees
1: like the ninja fbi basically they got like the ninja fbi
0: (laughs) and she's like i'm gonna go in alone because he's here And this is terrible news. Cut to the forest of death. We see a massive snake, bigger than anything else we've seen so far in the forest. This shit is huge. And on top of that snake is what looks to be Freakazoid Creepazoid. They, MD, MD, (laughs) they of the prehensile tongue. Uh, they still look creepy as hell, so that's, mm-hmm. you know, carrying over from the last episode, and they are fighting our boy Naruto, who gets whacked down through the trees. He breaks through, like, four or five different, like, not tree branches, tree trunks, Oof, and he yeah. finally, psh, hits the back of a tree. And it looks like he breaks his back, a little bit of blood comes out, which if you've seen any anime, you know that's oh. not a good sign. But he is the main character, so I think yeah. he's gonna be okay.
1: I think the show is called Naruto, and I think there's a third season that's still <laughs> called Naruto, so I think we're good.
0: Yes, but anyway, he is pissed. Sasuke mm-hmm. and Sakura are somewhere else, like maybe in the bushes, maybe in the trees, we don't know. But they they both have like a moment where they're like, <gasps> Naruto! Yeah, so they, they are high-key you know, They care. Um and then naruto's eyes blink open and they are the fox demon's eyes and freakazoid creepazoid is like md he couldn't be i'm so sorry i don't give him the doctorate because i don't like him <laughs>
1: well but you can't take med school away from him now can you <laughs>
0: <laughs> what if he's like uh a...
1: Never mind.
0: I can't think of a joke that wouldn't offend
1: chiropractors. So you know how you can get a. (laughs) No, um, we're
0: losing the chiropractors
1: now. Amy, you know ninety (laughs) percent of our listeners are chiropractors. You can't piss them off. No one is safe. Amy, you know Um, how um you can become an online like reverend so you can marry people. I'm assuming he became like an online doctor. (laughs) Oh
0: god. Naruto opens his eyes, fox demon eyes. Freakazoid Creepazoid empty is like, mm, he couldn't be, could he? And Naruto just busts towards this snake, starts raining down, blows. Freakazoid Creepazoid rears back, and it ends on Sakura going, Naruto has lost control. Where is he getting this power from? And that's where we end it, babes. It was wow like so full of so much
2: action going on it was such a joy to watch
1: this was, was a really good episode was a I, good episode no I paperwork once, in sight <clears throat> i know well i mean you know they had. we're lucky we got the time we did because you know the first like 12 minutes was them signing like a lease for the snake to let the snake into the episode so we just got to the point where like they signed all the appropriate paperwork they did all the insurance forms i'm like okay let's get let's get let's get fighting. I have beef with the snake. I I think the snake is lame.
0: Uh, any, anything more? I'd like well, to see you say that to It's twenty foot wide head.
1: It <laughs> is enormous. The snake looks very cool. It's enormous. Like if you you know the snake from the Indiana Jones ride at um, Disneyland, pales in comparison. This thing's like ten times as big. It's a I want to paint a picture.
0: I want to paint a picture for the audience. Think of a snake. And then imagine if that snake was really big. Like, really big,
1: <laughs> y'all. Oh, Amy, you've created such a vivid image of my mind. You're <laughs> blowing my mind, champ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this snake is enormous. And Naruto, in a fit of rage, goes and just punches it directly in the, its mouth over and over and over again. Which, like, cool, but all the snake has to do is open its mouth and Naruto is dead. What is it doing? It's not good at being. Snakes do one thing, and it's open their mouth and wait for dinner to walk in. That's all they do.
2: Wait, they wait for dinner to walk in?
1: <laughs> yes. I, I, that's all. If I don't think about a snake, is that it can't move because it doesn't have legs, so it just opens its mouth and waits for things <laughs> to wander in.
2: Did I miss snakes uh, being an ambush I predator? Think, I don't think
0: I did. I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> Everything about their body is geared for silence and incredibly quick violence. Mm, nope, nope. I, I got it right no i think they're filter
2: feeders i think they just you know wait for
1: things to waft in um do snakes have little legs underneath them that i can't see because i'm pretty sure snakes can't move they don't got no legs
2: <laughs> i feel like that's like a
0: naruto way of logic like they ain't got no legs that thing's probably just stuck in place i've never thought about this but imagine how delightfully comic snakes would be like snakes are so like spooky and scary because they have that like very like sinewy movement and they're very graceful predators can you imagine how comedic snakes would be if they still had no legs but their method of moving around was just rolling (laughs) like like a kid down a hill horizontal (laughs)
1: movement only
2: so like you're in the desert you see both tumbleweeds rolling by and
0: like these snakes (laughs) kind of twirling around (laughs) They keep their body like the entire length of the snake, and they're just kind of going. Chw,
1: chw. Amy, I love that the, the chw, chw is is a good way to get it across on podcast. For all those that weren't that can't see Amy like I can, she kind of sat up in her chair real tall and <laughs> flopped around a bit.
2: Or like I can also picture uh, a snake like eating its tail to form a circle, and then that circle goes perpendicular and just starts
1: rolling down. <laughs> <laughs> Snakes battle formation.
0: <laughs> That's also in the new Fast and Furious movie. Oh my we God. need to be getting royalty. <laughs> Snake circle yeah, jutsu.
1: Amy, <laughs> Universal's gonna shut us down. We keep spoiling like the Fast and the Furious 15 or whatever this one is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in the so in plot terms, what we've got is, I think pretty clearly, um, freakazoid creepazoid MD and his bondage boys have actually murdered several contestants who were supposed to be a part of these Ninja hunger games and have taken their place, which is why, um, the teacher was so freaked out that to make this discovery. And that's why she called in the feds because freakazoid creepazoid MD must be some kind of powerful villain doctor that I've heard so much about prior to now and was not foreshadowed even a little bit in season one. So she's like, Oh no, our Ninja boys, they're in danger. And then, Naruto just kind of headstrong, he's like, I'll punch this guy in the face, it don't matter. He's got a big snake, I'm not scared. I'll just punch it really hard, and it'll go good for me. And I'm excited to see where that leads us. Is there Anything else we missed?
2: No, I mean, it was, it was you know, like, punches and, and eyes changing, and...
1: Almost no dialogue, <laughs> which is always good for us.
0: I'm very excited. I I have many questions about Naruto's... Fox demon. Like, is he possessed by the fox demon when his eyes turn that color? Like, is he not Naruto anymore? Or does he just channel the power?
2: Yeah, it was actually, I kind of had like a real avatar moment with it because, you know, like he hit his back and then turned into the fox
0: demon, and I was like, what chakra have you opened? Uh, see, we had similar but different things because I also had an Avatar moment, but when he opened his eyes, I just went, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I, for one, must find out what happens next. So we are going to be watching season two, episode four, the Sharingan revived Dragon Flame Jutsu. Let's fucking go, babes. Let's go. Uh, If anyone would like to join
2: us in the fun, we're going to be watching at 19 minutes, exactly.
1: Get on your Roombas and ride, babies! (laughs) And we are back from actually a very eventful episode. We learned a lot of stuff this time, so let's get right into it. We open on um, Professor Schrodinger, surrounded by, what's this? Three tigers about to pounce, but they ain't moving. They're looking like, less like the tigers of the wild and more like the tigers of the rainforest cafe because they're just kind of (laughs) like glitching out, not really moving. And she says, ah, the paralysis jutsu, which I personally feel robbed because I was promised a dragon flame jutsu and I did not get it, but (laughs) whatever. So she's sitting there surrounded by tigers. And then what's this? the black ops have arrived the feds are here and these two guys and i think what amy ca- or Mari called um like animal paper plate masks jump down <laughs> they look real silly but they swoop in from the trees and say yo what's up you you rang and she's like i sure did and then uh oh what's this she falls over clutching her neck and Much like the black spot in Parts of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, the second best Parts of the Caribbean movie, you can fight me on that.
0: (laughs) Uh I love how that was all in one breath. Yep. I also feel like naming something the second best movie is such a non-offensive stance to take. Like, I feel like some people would be like, yeah, you know, like, it wasn't the best, but it wasn't the
1: worst. And I'll fight you about it.
0: (laughs) It is the
2: second
1: best, and
0: I will fight you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah so she has been she clutches her neck and as we see there she has three mysterious commas tattooed into her neck and um the black ops are telling her how um somebody please help me with the name um what what do they need what do they call the demon
0: oh uh uh
1: orochimaru thank you orochimaru um since he's here things have gone real shitty and orochimaru is who we have assumed is uh freakazoid creepazoid md and i'm gonna keep calling him that because that's a name i can remember <laughs> <laughs> so she's like go get the hokage but first we gotta get to that tower smash cut to sakura looking over uh-oh and injured sasuke and naruto things are not looking good for our heroes and even worse from the bushes peers uh uh, dark, a dark image of someone we know and love. That's right. Reverse Detective Pink Eye is back in the mix. And bow, he's bow, there with bow. his- Bam, bam, bam. indeed. And he's there with his two best buds, metal sideburns, and a new female character we've never seen before. She's got some gray camouflage on, so do with that what you will. But they're peering out of the bush, and they're like, well, um, Creepazoid Freakazoid MD told us to kill Sasuke. But- I guess we can kill the other two too and hey, we're gonna get them and they're like you sure will and then the sun sets and they don't do anything <laughs> and then the episode ends did i miss anything no, no i think
0: you got, no it. you got it
1: that was a long monologue but it was, there was a lot of that happened this time mm-hmm. okay priority number one what is, the, what is the gray camel girl's name? That's that's what I got most out of this episode. Well, what's <laughs> what fascinating
2: about gray camouflage is, like, what are you trying to blend into? Like, grayscale? Like, did you think like, that this was shot in black and white?
0: <laughs> do you feel like because the ninjas pride themselves on stealth, like, Naruto wears an orange jumpsuit, mm-hmm. and he's a ninja. Do you think that... Okay, can I be read as two ways? Either if you're a ninja and you wear camouflage, you're seen as like a tryhard, like it's like <laughs> okay, like yeah, you're really gonna wear camouflage, oh, wear an orange jumpsuit like the rest of us, thank you very much. Or they're looked down upon because they're not good enough ninjas to be stealthy without wearing camouflage. Oh shit, I love that theory.
1: I like the tryhard theory. It's like show like your friends being like, "Let's go bowling," and you show up with like six custom bowling balls just ready to go (laughs) and the bowls are camouflaged that's right you can't even see them going down the lanes
0: to be fair i think it'd be very stressful to go bowling if they were camouflaged bowling balls at all times and you didn't know when they were coming to you
2: Wait, are you saying that you think camouflaged bowling balls would disappear within a bowling alley? Like, you'd be like, oh, be they blend into the surroundings.
0: I can't see when one one's coming at me. I think that, I think that, okay, let's say it's a really well, cam- <laughs> you know what? <laughs> let's say it's a really well camouflaged bowling ball. And let's just say, for the sake of argument, you're there playing a couple rounds with, some friends maybe on your first date who knows point amy, well, is you cannot is see the camouflage bowling balls <laughs> you can't see them and all of a sudden one of those 12 pound motherfuckers comes straight for your achilles tendon you <laughs> was just stressed out the entire time
1: hey amy you know how in bowling when people are just kind of chucking bully balls willy-nilly around the alley and not specifically down a lane towards bowling pins you gotta watch out because they can be coming from anywhere <laughs>
2: I can so picture the moment of a bowling ball coming and hitting you in your Achilles. You go down slowly. "Mm, What you say is playing. And in your head, you're just like, the Greeks had it so right. I am so weak
0: here. I love that. I love the thought. of Yeah, that's true. Anytime you hurt your ankle, you really do go down, feeling like you're you're watching the siege of troy (laughs) you've just been
1: (laughs) i am i sure do hope that none of the creators of naruto listen to this podcast because we always like complain about like there was nothing in that episode that was so uneventful and then we get like an action-packed lore heavy episode and we go off for 10 minutes about a bowling a camouflage bowling ball (laughs)
0: I want the creators of Naruto to know that I think that this is genuinely a very fun show
1: mm-hmm. and I would
0: love to watch it
1: sometime. we have the time.
0: <laughs> when we have the time. You don't have the time. I'm a busy girl. I got two minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got more time for camouflage bowling balls than I do for watching the show and I don't know how else to put it. Um, okay, what happened t- to this yeah, episode? let's
0: get back. Let's get back to it.
1: <laughs> okay, Priority number one. Um, I think the scene with um, Professor Schrodinger and the Feds. I think that's that's pretty self explanatory. Uh, we we should name the Feds. My emotion is for shitty animorphs because <laughs> they they like they put on like a cheap animal mask and then just like regular people clothes underneath. I don't know who they're trying to fool with this.
2: <laughs> My identity must be secret.
1: Yeah. So I think their whole thing is pretty clear. She's been marked for death. By well, actually, no. I think this is something because she got that gross tongue from Freakazoid Creepazoid MD like shot past her to give her her knife in the season premiere, and I think that's the moment he marked her with the black spot. So the Kraken be coming for her. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. But yeah, could th- you could you say, say that easy.
2: last part more piratey, please? I didn't understand. It. Arr,
1: the Kraken be coming, mateys. <laughs> um, <laughs> Problematic historical references are
0: Do you think whenever someone's indicted into the Black Ops because they, they had different animal masks, mm-hmm. is there a moment where, you know, you're a new agent, you've recently gotten in, where a bunch of your new coworkers gather around and they're like, You really like you've got like a frog energy, <laughs> bro? Like look inside. Bro, what animal am I? Do you have the eye of the tiger? Like, think about it. Are you warm like a sloth?
1: No, but you got the tongue of the frog.
0: <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Eye of Newt.
2: <laughs> uh, I, that's also fun because it's like also uh, just doing that is something that sort of naturally happens at parties. You know, so I'd be
0: like, you know, what kind of <laughs> animal am I? They got to do that at their job. That's fun. They took a BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> Your pizza toppings will tell you which Black Ops mask you get to wear the next time you go to the forest of death to rescue a paralyzed teacher.
1: I literally just took that BuzzFeed quiz earlier.
0: I got the crane! That's so me. I got a crab.
1: (laughs) I got a rock. Also, Amy, I would love to bring up the the other name that you had for these Black Ops boys that you just kind of blurted out mid-episode, which was... Prototype furries, which I think also has juice. Thank you.
0: I call them prototype furries because maybe they're exploring that part of their kink. They don't necessarily want to spend the funds on a full fursuit. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not professional. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It's true. I don't really have anything more to the bit, just prototype furries. It doesn't furries need anything. 1. Like 0. that is that is a fully seasoned joke right there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just like a mama made. It. <laughs> A perfectly spicy meatball. So she has this mark mm-hmm, that we the black think, spot. yes, is causing her great distress
1: because the Kraken's coming. We saw this one. This is this is pirates Lord. You're right. They're, the crossover between Naruto and the rest of the world is Naruto, Harry Potter, Pirates of the Caribbean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Jimmy Neutron's coming back someday.
2: Uh, no. no one gets to override a veto. I see yeah. you.
1: Okay. What do we- I think it's a huge reveal, though, that Metal Sideburns, um, uh, Reverse Detective Pink Eye, and Steel Camo over there are working with Creepzoid, Freakoid MD, because that kind of breaks the whole- the whole rules. You're supposed to work with your team of three, and you're supposed to get rid of the other teams.
2: Wait, were they a team uh, of three?
1: Yeah, they free. were. There's th- one, two, three. So- Okay, so what are we going to call this 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 creepy squad? It's, it's really a ragtag group. I think a lot of the other squads have, like, similar energies, but these three seem thrown together out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, that's a very good point. Mm, I mean, I feel like they all... Metal Sideburns and um, Steel Camo both have, you know, some metal bits or mechanical stuff going on. We could try that.
1: I'm going to take you in a completely different direction, actually, because I just realized what they were doing. They were, like, waiting to spring a trap on Sasuke, and essentially, Sasuke was unconscious, Naruto was unconscious, Sakura was kind of stuck in a cave looking after them, it was dark, they were at their weakest. Did they attack? No, they did not. They sat there all night and didn't do anything. So their main mode of doing things is just being sneaky, so I would like to call them the Sneaky Sneaksters.
2: I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, I I hate to throw a tiny bit of a wrench in it, but they are waiting until daybreak because they were ordered by Orochimaru to do so.
1: Oh. So they're very
0: good at following orders. Let's call them the good boys.
1: <laughs> the the good boys who are actually bad guys. I love it.
0: <laughs> they're good guys. They're good girls gone bad. Ooh. Good girls gone bad.
1: That sticks. I love it. All right, you guys. Well, should we see if the good boys' eventual attack after waiting 12 hours for no reason is successful? I'm on pins and needles.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's watch the next Naruto episode. And we are going to find out in... Aw, heck yeah! We've got some Rockley coming to us because the next title is Bushy Brow's Pledge, Undying Love and Protection. Uh, you can check in at 12 minutes and 43
2: seconds.
1: Will my room be ready then? What? You said check in, like a hotel. It was a good joke. I stand by it.
0: (laughs) I didn't hear it. I was. (laughs) I will cut it in. (laughs) Okay. What?
2: And we're back. Wow. Yeah? Wow! Wow! Wow. (laughs) The trinity is complete. (laughs) So, for our last episode, we open on Bowl Cut Boy, a.k.a. Rock Lee, standing very protectively over our, um, either resting or dead or something (laughs) heroes. Um, and He's kind of standing in front of them with a very handsome squirrel on his shoulder, you know, kind of like one foot in forward, one footed back, arms up in front, kind of in a fighting stance, like he's ready to go. Um on the opposite side of him is reverse detective pink eye, and who's and he's like, Who is this bitch? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who do you know here? <laughs> even go
1: here.
2: (laughs) Cup boy doesn't even take a second and he's like, I'm here to save them. I'll appear whenever you're in trouble, Sakura. (laughs) 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 This boy is madly in love. He's got a big old crush on Sakura. And we know this because Sakura goes to him. She's completely confused, you know, like she's She's down on her luck. Her two teammates are comatose. She herself is, like, covered in cuts and bruises, real weak, um, scared out of her life, and she's like, what are you doing? I'm your enemy right now. We're in this practice exam in which we're all competing against each other.
1: And allowed to murder each other.
2: (laughs) And bowl cut boy, his heart on his sleeve is like, don't you remember? I said that I will protect you until I die.
1: Which was romantic at the time, but then the flashback happened.
0: (laughs) The flashback is just him going, Will you date me? I'll protect you until I die.
1: (laughs) With the most uncomfy wink.
2: And Sakura takes this with a couple blinks
0: and no more than that, but he's really (laughs) proud of himself. That's not true. She thanks him. She's like, thanks. (laughs)
1: Like, I appreciate not getting murdered, but also gross. (laughs)
2: And Bowl Cup Boy is just, like, awash in relief. He's like, I confessed my feelings. She's totally in love with me, too. She's not saying it, but I feel it. <laughs> and once I defeat uh, the Good Girls Gone Bad team,
0: <laughs> she'll see the man I am.
2: Uh, so we go to Good Girls Gone Bad. Reverse Detective Pink guy is like, fine, I'll take the lead. It's just a kid, like, you know, he's proficient in taijutsu, whatever. Takes a big leap at him, and what does Bullcut Boy do? He summons up, like, this gigantic branch from the ground, like, earthbending the hell out of it. Mm -hmm. So good. Splinters are everywhere. (laughs) And it seems (laughs) that he's got the upper hand, and, uh, unfortunately we had to leave it at that. That was our two minutes.
1: I wanted to see him throw another tree. (laughs) I want to go to Fashion Corner. Mm, oh, Fashion yes.
0: Corner. Welcome to Fashion Corner. Very quick addition. Uh, Rock Lee, bowl kit, introduces himself as the beautiful blue beast of Konoha. <laughs> My man, your jumpsuit is not blue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's very green.
0: Did something happen in the wash? <laughs> what is going on?
2: Also, like this... Out of the three words that he uses to describe himself, like, beautiful, blue, and beast, none of them I would naturally gravitate towards if I'm
0: thinking <laughs> of bullcat
2: Boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is incredibly important, Murray. What words would you gravitate towards to describe bullcat Boy?
1: You've got three words, and all of them have to start with B for yes. some reason.
0: <laughs> I mean, well...
2: As you mentioned, like the most obvious thing I think of when I think of bowl Cup Boy is the color green. Mm-hmm. The man screams yeah. it. The man is it.
0: The man is the color green.
1: <laughs> Live green. So if, okay, so
0: we've got we've got green. We've got he's he's generous. Yeah, he's, he's generously generous, Gen- the green, generous guy. Yeah, the green generous guy. <laughs> The gorgeous, green, generous guy. We
1: went back to gorgeous. We went back to gorgeous and we overshot again.
0: Okay, well, it has to be a descriptor of him. I'll go with gorgeous. Because he has the color, he has the trait, and he has to have a descriptor.
1: The, um...
0: Glorious? I don't want to say
1: goofy. He doesn't deserve that.
0: Oh, I like glorious.
1: Glorious is good.
0: Yeah. We got it. All right. The glorious, green generous guy of <laughs> <laughs> of Kenabi.
1: rolls right off the tongue what did you what do we what do we think we learned from this episode
0: mm,
2: ninjas are immune to splinters
1: dang and boy howdy are they they got that tough ninja skin they got those tough ninja clothes that cover either all or none of their bodies depending on who it is <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, like, just splinters were flying everywhere, and no one kind of reacted as a normal human would, with, you know, hands up, fluttering, trying to get away. Like, they were all absolutely stone-faced in the moment.
1: (laughs) This might as well happen today. (laughs) I have kind of a weird takeaway from this episode, and it's actually from all three episodes that we've seen so far. And I think that everyone's doing the Hunger Games wrong. It's because episode one, right? We've got... Freak is a episode MD who's got a little snake front. Episode 2, we've got uh, Professor Schrodinger who's got all those tigers attacking her. Episode 3, we've got Rock Lee with a little squirrel friend. I think everyone thinks they're playing Pokemon right now because they've just assembled a bunch of animals that are doing all their dirty work for them, and that is not in the spirit of the Hunger Games.
2: Yeah, I have to agree with you there. Like, this is a very animal centric episode uh be they animals who are working for the bad guys animals who are working for the good girls gone bad or animals working <laughs> for the good girls
1: animals working for the bureaucracy animals working at golden spoon <laughs> they're, just, they're everywhere
2: uh i don't know if you guys caught this but right when uh Bullcut cut boy aka Rockley, is celebrating his confession of feelings to sakura mm-hmm. um he has this brief moment where he's like ah. Oh, Guy Sensei would be so proud of me right now. Which yeah. leads me to think that Guy Sensei is both a mentor and a dating coach. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will teach you the hidden jutsus of the ninja world and also how to be smooth with the ladies. First of all, throw out a really creepy wink and say something unsettling. You know,
0: Guy MCA drank his respect women juice in the morning. <laughs> Because the way we were
2: introduced to him was, like, just bananas.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, what, wait, what, did, what did he say?
2: It. He was like, how's it going, guys? You doing good? And, you know, like... In this, What's like, shaking? <laughs> What's yeah, shaking, my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, say what you will about him. That man makes an entrance and gets noticed by women and men alike.
1: <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day that um Rockley evolves into him and just gets so much charisma. Because right now, good fighter good friend, probably betrayed his team, that's why they're not there, but our, our our boys got the charisma of a tree stump.
0: I don't think that Rockley betrayed his team. He does not give off betraying energy. Rockley I, I, gives off the energy of his teammates probably saw a squirrel come out of the woods. Rockley had a conversation with the squirrel, turned to his friends, and went, my love is in danger! I must go to her! And then, <laughs> You're what? Rushed my off. love. You're
2: who? It's like, Sakura. Your on the other team. We've, we've never seen you with her. I've literally never seen
0: you guys talk before in my entire life. <laughs> the first time I saw her, I asked her out, told her I protect her with my life, and a man fulfills his Promises. <laughs> I did everything my dating coach recommended. Somehow didn't work. I'm on the second try right now.
1: <laughs> I've decided to do the exact same thing, but a second time. And it, it is working better now.
0: <laughs> it turns out it helps to save her from actual danger.
1: <laughs> That's true. That line is way smoother when you've leaped in to save her from imminent death versus just like going down the hallway and be like, Hey girl, I'd save you from danger. And you're just like, you're the danger right now. Oh my God. <laughs>
2: Yeah, modern dating coaches are really missing out on that part of, like, how to get a girlfriend. Save her from imminent danger. <laughs> uh, I also, while we're on the subject of cut Boy, if I think about it, if I imagine watching the show Naruto, but from his perspective, I think it would play out much more like a romantic comedy. <laughs> Ooh, like, because I think he has a lot of, what we've seen him in have kind of been in, like, silly moments. And even in this battle, he's, you know, he kind of, like, stumbles his way into it. And then I think we'll come out of it on the right side. And, like, it's all in the pursuit of, you know, his, like, the greater good, his love, Sakura. I just wonder how sunny Naruto's world would be through Rock eyes.
1: I think Rock Lee's living like a modern Disney princess movie because he's got like the talking animal sidekick, he's got the fun clothes, he's a beast, which is in one of the Disney movies, that's enough for me. We
0: say that, but also let's keep in mind that we are watching an anime, and I do feel like the happier the character, the sadder the backstory. Oh no! And number two... We are canonically living in a world where 12 years ago, a massive demon fox just absolutely tore Kanoha's shit up.
1: Amy, I agree with you, but I would like to remind you that we are watching an anime, but only two minutes at a time, so there's a pretty good chance we'll never hear that sad backstory, and to us, he'll always be that cheery kid with the (laughs) ambiguously colored jumpsuit. (laughs) Ambiguously colored all right so what did we learn from this episode when what what do we what do we have yet to learn
2: we learned that naruto activated the fox team inside of himself and presumably he and sasuke were in an intense battle in which they uh lived but mm, you know (laughs) they aren't doing so great
1: naruto opened the firefox browser and then it crashed (laughs) <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little tech joke for you. <laughs> oh, I
2: love a metaphor. And
1: then in the middle there, what happened in the middle there? Oh, they were about to get ambushed by the good girls gone bad. And Professor Schrodinger was freaking out about um, Freakazoid Creepazoid M.D.
2: Yeah, and it uh, turns out we were completely right about Freakazoid Creepazoid M.D. Uh, did not like them from the beginning, and now they're a horrible demon thing that gives out curses.
1: Yeah, we are, um, I would say just truly psychic with our ability to tell the dude with the 10-foot-long tongue and the creepy <laughs> face was a bad guy.
2: <laughs> i gonna pat myself on the back for that one.
1: Anyways, we nailed it. And then Rock Lee jumped in to save him at the end, and that's what we learned. I want to know, will Naruto and Sasuke ever wake up? That's my question of the week. <laughs> yes next question are they dead no No.
2: we're so good at reading anime hmm do two out of the three main characters live Mm, using my strong detection skills and many years of mastery of the concept they do
0: yeah I mean you've got me flummoxed
2: I can't believe that's not Naruto you said it boys I can't believe it's not Naruto
1: ow ooh
0: all right. Well, my name is Amy, and we're taking this one straight to the bank. No advice needed.
1: Well, this is this is Brendan, and you know what? Amy's right. We give too much advice already. Find your own advice in life. That was advice. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it.
2: Uh, I tried, boss. I
1: tried. <laughs>
2: uh, this is DJ Roomba, and in keeping with the theme, this outro is already perfectly seasoned. Beautiful. Let's go
1: home, y'all. I, I am home. We're recording this from our homes. I just need. I just you're need to... ruining the illusion.
0: You're ruining the
1: magic. It's like you took the Sorry. Disney out of Disneyland. I take it back. We're all sitting on a beautiful cliff together, and the sun's setting, and I'm going to go home now. All right.
2: You're not going to finish the sunset with us? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Brennan he loves you, when he leaves you. <laughs> <We> <laughs> fucking cold. All like- We're all, like, watching a sunset together, but it's like, are we done with this podcast? I'm heading
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Sorry, I couldn't hear you fall over here. I'm already on the way out, My. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. Have we just gotten the plot of Naruto so right? We have. You can send us your congratulations to our Gmail at I can't believe it's not Naruto at gmail.com, spelled exactly the way you think it is.
1: Or if pictures are more your speed, you can check us out at Instagram at It'sNotNaruto. Uh, we will be posting pictures and screenshots of every character we've named in the show, so... If our word pictures are somehow not enough to paint the perfect mental image, you can check out the actual picture on Instagram. <laughs> or if you're a hundred, you can check us out on Facebook at I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto.
2: And finally, for all those who hate long format and love short format, find us on Twitter at Can't Be Naruto.
0: Hi everyone. Thank you for listening to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. While this podcast is meant to be a comedy, I want to stress that we do not intend to make fun of any names that we may happen across in the show. We do our best to pronounce things correctly, and if we are pronouncing something wrong, please let us know. Thank you and enjoy. I can't believe it's not Naruto.